We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our gut gut talk. Welcome back to Gut Talk. Hello, Jenny. Let's set the scene real quick. Okay. We're in our parents' house. Yes. We're in my childhood bedroom. Yes. We're both drinking brown sugar shaken espressos. Yes. My new favorite drink. Thank you, Jilly, for putting me on it. I can't claim this. It's like one of the most popular drinks on the internet I know, right but now. people get it at Starbucks. And, and we don't drink that because of the artificial flavoring. Do they put artificial flavors in them? Yeah, they put a bunch of... Bullshit. They just put a ton of sugar in it. So we ask ours, little pro tip right here, half the sweetness. And they really cut the sugar down by half. But I'm telling you guys right now, it's still sweet. I couldn't drink this sweeter. Yeah, no, me either. But also it's important to note too that they have a house-made syrup. We're so, the place where we went by our parents. So right. so that's we, we try not to drink the artificial sweeteners and flavors and things like that. Yeah, because honestly, it just doesn't make us feel good. Well, I just think it has a bunch of ingredients that I don't want to put in my body on a consistent basis. I think that Starbucks is such a scam. Sorry. I was actually talking to someone about this recently. They were like talking to me about Starbucks and I was like, to be honest, I haven't been to Starbucks in probably three years. I'm not kidding. I want to clarify my scam statement because I did get a pumpkin spice cold brew Mm. a few days ago. Mm -hmm. I get one every year. It's my commitment to being a pumpkin spice girly. I feel like you have to. I feel like you always get one at home too. Yeah. Not in Austin. And also because my stomach is in shambles right now, this isn't the right mindset, but I was like, eh, can't get worse. Right. But (laughs) it was so, so sweet. And I literally went to mom and was like, mine's better. Mine's better. The one that I The one you make yourself. I'm not kidding. I always say that. Yeah. The la- and I made a TikTok about this. I was like, the latte I make myself is always my favorite latte. I'm telling you. Because you make it exactly how you want it. Yeah. Okay, let's get an update on your health situation. So you sent in your stool. Yes. I, and the process of actually sending in a stool test is disgusting. Yeah. It's everything you think it is. And I think that I can compartmentalize and disassociate with things like that when I need to. But it was... It was gross. Like, just know, like, if you have to get a stool sample. Or if you've gotten one, you know that it's just nasty. But it's worth it. It really is. Comparatively it is. on some, like, ridiculous things you have to do for your health. Sure. It's all, not all that bad. But I am struggling. Like, the reality is, is I probably shouldn't be drinking the brown shaken sugar espresso mm-hmm. situation. But Brown I, sugar shaken sugar. I don't Yeah, know. okay. But... I'm just waiting for the results because as soon as we get them back and you give me my plan, I'm going balls to the wall. Good. Because I'm, like we talked about last episode, I'm sick of living in this like medium space. Yeah. And I need to get my shit together literally, which will be a new series on TikTok. Yes. Because I need to figure out how to get my literal shit together. And... For those of you who haven't listened to an episode before or if you missed a couple chapters, Jill was feeling really well for a long time and then started to decline a little bit. Really quickly, though. Yeah. I mean, you got 
really sick. Jill went to the hospital with some type of virus that they never told her what it was. And I'm a little bit convinced that that might have done something to you. Well, whatever it is. And just so- Timeline. Think about it. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. My my symptoms, so everyone knows, is like excessive burping. It's like little burps and big burps, if you know what I mean. Like some of them are just like, you wouldn't hear them. But other times I'm just like, thank God I'm not in a public situation right mm-hmm. now. I also have not had really great control of my IBS and I vomited a few times recently, which obviously like, it's so funny when I hear, I think Aunt Paula, our aunt, has a fear of vomiting. Like, oh, does she? Yeah, like that's I didn't a thing. Know that. People are actually like oh, mortified I know that. of vomiting. Yeah. Imagine if I was. Yeah, that would be It would be treacherous. She also has acne, you have nausea. Indigestion. Indigestion. Just everything that you don't want to have that signifies she has something going on in her gut. I'm so a, I'm a walking Pepto-Bismol commercial. Exactly. L- yeah. <laughs> upset stomach diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Biz- yeah. Um, anyway, but lucky for me, lucky for her, lucky for you, you yeah. have me. I think about that quite a bit because I'm like, wow, like if my sister couldn't read a stool test, mm-hmm. I would be spending so much money right now, which makes me so sad. But I think, I mean, I guess I'll just end out like I'm very grateful that you can. Yeah, and I think that's also a large part about why we started this platform is because we realized how many of you have struggled and have something going on or maybe you're just trying to get healthier and you don't want to pay an arm and a leg to even just figure out the basics. So that's why you have us. And speaking of that, Jill and I are really in this interesting place because we really started this, what, three years ago? Literally in this house. Literally in this house. And I was doing this alone. Like, I was like, okay, I need to figure out, I want to start sharing my health content. I feel like people don't know or understand the basics. You were doing this in college a I little was, bit. I was doing this in college, but I really was just posting some healthy recipes I was making. I mean, I was having warm tea at night and exercising and living, trying to live a healthy lifestyle, but... We've talked about my college experience, especially on our College Tips podcast. Like, I also wasn't treating my body well. So there was this place of I did have a passion for it that I found more in my later years of college. But you really started we really, it. when I went through this whole journey of changing my health was when I felt so passionate about sharing it to other people. And Fit Jenny on the Block was born. Fit Jenny from the Block. From the Block. And you had about 350 followers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all of your good friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the OGs, the day ones. But okay, so you, you started Fit Jenny. Yeah, and it really blossomed into this situation where I started posting and all of a sudden everyone started resonating with because everyone realized that they had some sort of health thing or a gut issue that they wanted to change or fix. And this whole journey has been such an interesting one for us because Jill ended up joining me and it's become this thing of the two of us both navigating how to share content in which we both are at on our different journeys, right? But a lot, for a while, we were very parallel. Now I think we're running a bit perpendicular to each other because I feel like I'm finding this really good place where I feel amazing. I look so much better than I have in terms of how I look. I don't, I'm not saying I look skinny, I look healthy. Mm-hmm. And Feel really good, our, which is... Our 94-year-old grandpa asked you if you lost weight. Yeah, I know. He I noticed like, jeez, Papa. Like, <laughs> no, but that's great. He literally asked in, like, the middle of dinner. And I have. I've lost a few pounds for sure. Because I have 
my digestion and my hormones are feeling good. I still feel like I have a little bit of work on, but that's kind of the perfectionist health expert in me. And then meanwhile, you have this journey of not feeling your best, which kind of stinks because it's hard, right? Like it's weird to be on two different journeys. I wish we were together, but not to say that you can't, you're not going to be where I feel right now. No, you see, Jenna, I have a very strong belief that this happened to me for gut talk. Yeah. Because so Jenna and I kind of did a big content meeting yesterday, not to get off track, but like We've really been struggling on like what to share and how to share. And sometimes you just get so stuck in your own way. Like any if any friend comes to me and is like, oh, I want to like start a social media page for this. I can spit out 900 right. ideas for them. But then for us, I'm like, I don't know what to post. And we've mm-hmm. been kind of paralyzed by it. So we're making our re- big reemergence into TikTok. So if you're not following us on TikTok, please do and see see you there. Comment on it and share us some love. Because engage, engage, because we just want to chat with you guys and feel like I have all of these gut issues. So I can then take gut talk with me mm-hmm. on the issues. But I will be honest, like I look back into 2020 and 2021 when I was truly at my healthiest and I noticed such a difference in like my face. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I look healthier in those pictures. And so I'm very motivated to get back. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast about you have to be in the right place mentally to be able to accept the help. Yep. And if not, someone can have great advice and information and it doesn't work for you. Yep. Your body has to be really accepting and I am very accepting. Like if Jenna told me to eat pinto beans and corn, Ooh. it would never happen. Mm-hmm. But like if you gave me the most specific things and said only eat these things, I would do it right now. Yeah. Because I would know that it would heal me. Like that's why I'm so motivated is because I want to feel good. Right. And you know what it feels like to feel really good too. Yes. Right. Because some people get so stuck in not feeling good that that becomes their norm. Yeah, and also too, another thing that we talk about a lot that I'm experiencing right now is when you live in an unhealthy state for so long, it becomes your norm. Mm -hmm. I don't realize how much I burp, but if I pay attention to it, I burp multiple times an hour all day long, no matter if I'm eating, if I'm not. And like for reference, someone like myself who doesn't have these gut issues, I only burp when I eat something fizzy. Right. Right? Like I never burp. Right. Or and and even, drink something fizzy. Or even did you say eat? Something? I think so. Yeah. Or even if I am experiencing a lot of nausea, I lived with nausea constantly for years, and I know how to disassociate from it and like ignore it and continue to live my life. But what I've noticed recently is I'm so, so much more irritated and agitated mm. because if I take a minute to actually check in on how I feel. I don't feel good. And that's where my irritation. So like my baseline level of happiness is different. But the only reason I'm able to like take that check in with myself is because of what we do and because I'm so aware of it. Right. But it's interesting because I'm like, oh my God, no wonder in college I was like so irritated all the time. I always felt like this. Mm -hmm. Even like mom being like, hey, can you? When I don't feel good, I'm like, no, I don't want to. Even mom wanted me to visit Papa yesterday, right? And like, We love our grandparents and our mom's dad is a nut Mm -hmm. and he takes um, a lot of emotional energy to be able to handle sometimes. He's 94. He's 94. He's not the one that bakes. He's the other one and we adore him and he's phenomenal. But, you know, with age sometimes comes just some frustrations Mm -hmm. and mom last night was like, can you go over there? I'm like, no, I can't. And I didn't explain this to her, but in my head, I'm like, I'm 
nauseous. I have indigestion. Right. And I want to be laying horizontal. Right. And But those are the things that we start to ignore when that becomes our norm. Yeah. And Jill and I were talking about the fact that when we moved to Austin and our life has changed a lot, right? From living in Virginia, you going to college, living in Virginia, the pandemic hits, we moved to Austin. We have been able and been grateful and blessed with a lot of really amazing experiences. Say what you want, but I think we attracted a lot of those things into our life with our good energy, our feeling good, just having this really open mindset for new experiences and really experiencing cool things. Like one day we'll tell you all the cool things and let's start sharing a lot more about it because I think you guys will be love to hear it. We just have really awesome stories. Like the example of me locking eyes with Drake, the me, the, the rapper. But I'm just, okay, that's like one that stands out. But what I'm trying to say is you have to feel your best to be able to really experience those the things that you want to experience and also attract them into your life, right? Because you know what it feels like to not feel good and you don't even want to go anywhere. You don't want to do anything. No, for sure. And I know, you know, like I don't even think the next few months are going to be hard for me because I think hard for me right now is like having a ton of acne on my face. Right. And and not feeling good. And not feeling good. So like I'm really okay, like not drinking or barely drinking and eating at home and following a, a meal plan and stuff like that. But I was laughing to myself the other day. I mean, like, it's just constantly been on my mind. And one thing I was laughing about is right now on TikTok, how they talk about girl math. Mm-hmm. Like, and f- just like an example, if you haven't heard of girl math, girl math is like when you buy something that's $150, but then you return it and you get your money back. It, girl math is like you have a, now have a $150 gift card. Right. It's not just like, okay, your money goes back into your bank account. It's I like, love that so Now much. I can go buy something, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about girl math of like, okay, I'm going to spend $150 on like a Sunday Riley skin product and I'm going to spend $200, $300 on Brooklyn and sheets. I went to go buy sheets yesterday. Mm-hmm. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I have to speak on this. I'm buying white sheets. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. I think white sheets are ridiculous because... How the hell do you keep those things No, clean? like I don't. I have white sheets and I got my period on them. <laughs> well, <laughs> great. Thanks to look Just forward to. Just being honest. They were $300. And I'm like, you want me to spend $300 on something I'm going to stain the first time I don't fully take 100% out of my makeup off? Like, are you no, like actually. No, like it's it's actually ridiculous. So did you buy them? No. I, I mean, I'm sure I'll fall victim at some point because yeah. I have like purple sheets right now. <laughs> yeah. Just like, well, what's your point of the story? Girl math. Okay. You can spend absurd amounts of money Mm -hmm. on sheets and on a LED face mask that I purchased recently that I love. But then when you have to spend $700 to work with a practitioner to completely change your health, it's too expensive. That is a the bad side of girl mm-hmm. math. You're willing to spend absurd amount of money on things that you don't need, but like really, really, really want. But then you're not willing to spend that same amount of money. I got an iPad yesterday. I need it for Got Talk. Like mm-hmm. that's my laptop, right? I was thinking to myself, I'm like, is there anything I actually truly need before I buy this iPad? And the answer was actually no. So that's great. Uh-huh. But like, if there were other things like for my health or like, something that I needed, like that comes before the iPad. Right. But girl math, I think sometimes really stops us from helping ourselves. I agree. And it's such a true statement though. It's when you're like, oh, I don't want to pay $70 for this supplement. Let's just use that for example. But then people will say, well, you'll go out and you'll pay $70 on dinner and drinks. What are we prioritizing here? And I think there's a time and place for both of them. But if you are someone who is struggling with your health, 
prioritizing your health always is, in my opinion, should take precedent because think about the things that you're gonna get in return after you take care of your health. I'm working on my money mindset over here, mm -hmm. but I, I'm starting to think of everything as an exchange. So yes, say you spent $700 on a stool test and analyze, analyzing it or whatever. Let's just say that for example. What you're getting in return is feeling really freaking amazing potentially for the rest of your life, oh, right? Oh, for sure. So, it can be hard to rationalize certain things, especially up front when you've never spent that money. But a lot of times, it's not even money. Money, effort, changing your life. That hard thing to do is a massive return. And if you think of it like that, I think it's very beneficial. 100%. I think that could be girl math too, but like the powerful kind of girl math. Yeah. Speaking right. of... Right. It's like when everyone did like girl dinner and... It like people were making healthy dinners and everyone was like, that's not actually a girl dinner. Right. That's kind of like me saying that's girl math, but really it's not girl math. <laughs> it's just like responsible human Right, math. exactly. Well, it's interesting that we're talking about this because I think this week the conversation has come up a lot about working with different practitioners. I've expressed, well, like, thank goodness that I have you. I was at coffee with my friend when I was home, Callie, and she was talking about how Terry, who Callie's husband sees and who we saw, mm -hmm. is no longer actively practicing. She's going on to different health adventures. And endeavors. Endeavors, and maybe, adventures. is a better word. We were just saying how, like, it's hard to find the right person, right? And it can be really nerve-wracking because you are going to go and spend a lot of money and like how do I know like I think that's where re referrals and things like that become so important yeah but the one thing that has really frustrated me recently is seeing people give health advice who have absolutely no business doing it yeah and Jenna and I really try to toe the line between being honest and like being realistic and not making our platform a really negative one. We've always really strayed away from calling people out. Like we called out Kim K and like mm -hmm. people like that. Freaked but out though. But we try not to call people out. So I'm going to not use this person's like name, but there's one influencer that is pretty popular who does these cleanses and there's no sign like there's no certification behind it and the restrictive limiting nature of these cleanses is so scary for me personally because again I am the girl who follows someone loves them and commits fully to whatever the heck they're doing mm -hmm. and this person talks a lot about like how good you're gonna feel after but it's so restrictive it is a t microscopic amount of calories and I'm not saying cleanses are bad because there's a lot of doctors that give you a cleanse. You did one one time. Remember mm -hmm. when we lived at Watermark? Yeah. Those are prescribed by someone who's trained and they're there to monitor you, right? And when you're doing something that you buy online with just this like opinion of someone who's done it for themselves, it really, really pisses me off. Mm -hmm. Because again, we're, we live in this age of social media where you just kind of like begin to trust the people you love and you follow. And I think my point is, is if you're willing to do something like that, then go see someone. Go see someone who's qualified, who can actually create a plan that's for you and not this generic cleanse that's aesthetically pleasing on social media that makes you feel good because then you're going to look like her, which you're not. 
what you just said at the end is exactly what sells, especially on social media. Skinny bodies wanting to look like a certain person and that's why you're following them. If she didn't look like the way you wanted to look, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't follow her. Maybe you do want the clarity in her mind that she gets and that she talks about, but the reality is following this can do a lot of disordered things to your mind, to your brain in terms of how and what you want to eat. We need, for the most part, women three substantial meals a day to include enough protein and enough carbohydrates. And if you're not getting that, you're going to feel depleted. You're going to feel lost. Maybe you're going to drop a few pounds, but you can drop a few pounds still eating enough food. If your digestion is good, if your hormones are good, you are going to be the weight that you want to be for the most part. Obviously, there's certain caveats. But what Jill is trying to say is just because someone is preaching this on Instagram and they're telling you this is their way and they feel clear and their mind feels amazing and their body has never felt skinnier does not mean it's the way that you should go. Or that it's healthy. Or that it's healthy. Cleanses are typically less calories. Okay, maybe you do it for five days, let's just say for an example, and you feel better and everything. But what happens when you go back to your normal way of eating? What are you going to feel after that? Are you going to continuously feel like this is something that you need to do because you want to keep dropping some pounds? I think what you're trying to say is what it does to your mental health and how you want to approach the rest of your nutrition and eating versus like the short-term benefits. Like what is the long-term benefits of doing something like that? And also like it's very veggie based. And a lot of times if you have gut issues, veggies can be, a lot of veggies can be extremely irritating to the gut. Yeah. Also too, is that most women don't really understand our cycles. Mm -hmm. And if you reduce the amount of calories you're consuming while you're on your period, like that's not good for you. Mm -hmm. Your body needs fuel. But I do think it's the mental that takes the biggest effect probably long-term because it's reinforcing this idea in your mind that you have to constantly restrict the amount of calories and food you're consuming. And the quick fix mentality. And the quick fix mentality. And it and it creates this idea of like, I just need to be this tiny skinny bone person. And like we've always said, if that's the way you're naturally built, then that is your beauty. And that's mm-hmm. great. But not everyone's built like that. It hurts me because it's it just makes me so sad because... I feel like every time we see things like that moving forward in today's world, it's like a step back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I guess there's always going to be those people, but I just want to shake them and be like, you're telling this 23-year-old girl who's a size 8 that she should be consuming 700 calories in a day. Anything more than a broccoli pureed soup is not good for your brain fog and for your body. And it's like, what the hell? What's wrong with you? I mean, no, because they're not doing it out of a place of bad intention. No, I'm not. I'm not accusing that. I'm just saying that it doesn't matter, in my opinion, the intention. What matters is the effect that we're having on the next generation of women. Not even the next, our our generation. generation. Our generation. No, for sure. For sure. You know, and I think that it also comes from Jill and I. I. I think I've told this story before, but I used to follow this one person on YouTube who would consistently post only eating 1,200 calories. And each meal was 400 calories a meal. And I would follow that. And I remember losing the weight from doing that. 
and then immediately gaining it back because I realized that this was not something that I could sustain. Which is kind of funny because like if you go out to eat, a lot of places, one meal is tough. Like, no, like literally. (laughs) And I just remember how much it created this frustration in my mind of, oh, here I go, gaining it back. Okay, now I have to do it again, so I have to lose it. And it was just so not a way to live. And obviously the marketing these days and everything that comes with trying to sell things and products and shakes and cleanses, they're going to get you by telling you you need to look a certain way. But I will tell you right now, I am the biggest proponent. This is coming from three years of experience working with clients, training. I'm a nutritionist, certified nutritionist. If you focus on getting your gut health right, if you focus on your hormones, fueling your body properly, eating to your potential, getting your emotions and your stress levels down, you can lose weight and you can look and feel your best, whatever it is. You don't, maybe you don't even have to lose weight. You can glow from within, really, without having to cut a ton of calories, under eat, starve your body. That is not way to, the way to go about things. The way to go to about go about things is to properly fuel your body in the way that allows it to function properly. Once your body's under stress because it's trying to fight back in this stressed out state, your metabolism slows down, your digestion slows down, you become constipated, that's when you start gaining weight. And that is from under fueling your body, that is from outside stressors. There's a way to do this that doesn't involve cleansing and starving your body. Yeah. And, and we want to get that in your head so badly. And this comes too from conversations I've had with clients, from conversations we've had with friends. We are, as a society, as women, affecting our bodies and our natural processes because of the fact that we feel like we all need to be in such, such skinnier bodies than we are. And it's not the truth. Yeah. We're both so passionate about it just because, like, we've been there. We've yep. tried them. We've tried them. We've witnessed so many people be there. Right. And and we just know that at the end of the day, that's not the way that you're supposed to treat your body. And so we just feel like there's never going to be enough people screaming about, like, treating your body properly and and doing the less glamorous things for health. So Also because I don't think people understand. I don't think people understand the importance of nutrition and what, certain things that happen with our body and metabolism and understanding energy and stress and because of that they don't understand how to explain or approach health in a way that is backed by science right like is backed by knowledge it's like oh if I eat less I'm gonna obviously get skinny and and preach this it's like you can't preach from a place of what the your only your experience right right because We all have different experiences and we all have different things that work with our bodies and different sizes and shapes and ethnicities. And that's going to be the fact we're all so different. Well, there you go. I'm preaching. I feel like we jumped around a lot, but they're just like, we love these solo episodes. We definitely will go back to bringing on a lot of experts and guests like so many of our podcast episodes are. But we've been loving this time because I think for us being able to just like throw all of our thoughts that yeah and, and conversations that we have during the week with you guys. One thing that Jen and I feel like we have to do so much of a better job of is actually including you all in our lives. Mm-hmm. I think there's like Jenna said earlier, there's so much about us that has nothing to do with like gut health. And we don't really share that part. So our mission right now is just to give you guys more of like the holistic view of of us versus just like the gut talk girl part, even though like we are gut talk girls through and through. 
exactly what you're saying is the podcast allows us to give you guys more of that inside scoop, one-on-one intimate time. Whereas with social media, I feel like there's so many different noises and opinions and people that have something to say that the podcast just allows us to freaking talk and say what's on our mind without this like immediate pushback or I don't know. Like I just love the podcast because I feel like it's so much more intimate. There you go. Yeah, I completely agree. And Jill needs to go catch a flight right now, so. I do. We just wanted to make this podcast episode be about our honest thoughts, how we're feeling, where we're at. We're definitely having a lot more guests. We asked on Instagram for you guys to write in people that you want to see on the podcast, talking more about hormones, we said, more about gut health, more about cycles, and a lot of other health topics. So we're excited to bring that to you. And with that being said, we will see you guys next week. We love you very much. And toodaloo for now. Toodaloo. Bye. (laughs) 